Team USA is training hard and ready for the Olympic Games. And so is Jacob. Whoa! I've got my lucky shirt and Xfinity Flex. Oh, yeah. Jacob's family got Xfinity Internet with the best Wi-Fi for their home and a Flex 4K streaming box free, plus Peacock Premium included. So Jacob is ready for anything. Go Team USA! With medal ceremonies, highlights, interviews, and more, plus all his favorite streaming apps in one place. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Peacock subscription required. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. Number one, my most favorite step, if you have followed me on my podcasts, acknowledge. Change your thinking. Our thinking and behavior is defined by our upbringing. Ideas that were forged from our childhood. We were shown how only to deliver a perfect homework. Hey there, how are you? Welcome back to the show, it's your postman, where the efforts are to create an ecosystem for everyone to feel safe and welcomed in an otherwise biased and divided society. Now the three main pillars of this podcast are empathy, love and gratitude. If there is one obsession that I don't think I can ever understand is the obsession of perfection. Although I am a perfectionist, there are two sides of me, the rational and the irrational me. The irrational me keeps saying, this post doesn't look good, your listener will not like this, change it. The rational me, luckily for me, now it stays most of the time in control, says, chill, how do you know that the listener will like whatever I change? Then things again start to fall back in place. But what is perfection? And why is it so detrimental to us? And why am I saying perfection is not good when the entire organizational school and the whole world is enmeshed in this complicated, better than the best model of running business? In this episode, let's talk about perfection. We shall also be talking about how to rescue ourselves from this invisible devil and its clutches. First off, Let me get this straight. Striving for doing what you can with the available resources is different from aiming for perfection. Because perfect doesn't exist. Let's see what's the definition of perfection. According to Oxford, it's having everything that is necessary, complete and without faults or weaknesses. Now, does that sound possible to you at all? Let's take two most common scenarios, working solo and working in a team. Working solo, you get to do the entire thing by yourself, from marketing your work, to winning client, to project completion, to payment, and everything one needs to run a company. Is it possible for any one of us to be perfect in each and every single one of those departments to be a successful, perfect entrepreneur? And if we are working in a team, We all know no two individuals are same. That itself implies that a teamwork cannot be perfect. You can be the best team, but in that there needs to be specification. We can all be the best for that day, present our best selves when we meet others, work with whatever resources you have that day and at that moment. That is a max we all can do. Perfection is a slow poison. It won't let you die immediately. 
because perfection makes you strive for this ridiculous wants gives you energy bites and slowly drain you out of energy stresses you out burn you till you cannot keep up with things anymore or give up i know a lot of people who are perfection oriented and i see the struggle they're never happy never content if they are happy more often than not people around them are not happy because of ridiculous demands of standards and bad criticism trust me i was for a very long time and i have always been around one that's what perfection does it makes you caustic rude because it is devoid of any empathy empathy lets you think about the other person perfection sucks the life out of us as a perfectionist we always look for being better than what we did to a point of annoying the life out of us if we are solo riders or of those teammates if we are working in a team it's bad for health did i mention that already because it creates stress and it is so unnatural so our body goes into turmoil understanding the crazy demands of that task and yourself let's take a short break and on the other side we'll see if we can identify whether we are a perfectionist or not welcome back we all think we are not perfectionists i used to think that way believe me we just strive to achieve more we are becoming the best at what we are is it so if it is true i'm really happy for you but let's take a small test shall we i'll be listing out a few scenarios in first person second person and third person which one resembles someone you know personally and which ones resemble you number 1 do you give up before starting you think one of the things in the task is not matching your requirements and hence it is not perfect and you don't even start it you do not delegate work because you think the others won't match your levels number 3 i am way ahead of my time slot do you also reach way early to a meeting number 4 who freaks out if they do not finish their to do list number 5 do you methodically correct other people habitually correct them number 6 are you a compulsory shopper like do you buy things and store them for maybe it'll be of use someday number 7 one of my ex bosses used to get irritated when someone doesn't do the work his way Number eight, I follow instructions to the T. Number nine, I used to get defensive, way better now at the slightest hint of criticism coming my way. Number ten, how many of us make detailed plans of going through every expense in a month and not even get to it because it's too much work? Let's be honest. So if you have matched with any of these and if you know someone who has matched a few qualities in these you are probably a perfectionist but don't stress I've got some remedies for you now these are a few that show us that we are perfectionist or not that's it now let's see if we can get rid of them in the next segment we'll see how to reduce our urge to be perfect and simplify our lives a bit let's take a short break we'll be right back Welcome back. 
I had always known that I was a perfectionist. Mostly because I used to stress so much. But I couldn't do anything about it. Up until it affected my health. I didn't know there were ways to take care of it. A lot of things had happened around that time. And then I started to unlearn and relearn new concepts to be a better version of myself. Let's see what helped me. Maybe it'll help you too. Number one, my most favorite step if you have followed me on my podcasts, acknowledge. Change your thinking. Our thinking and behavior is defined by our upbringing. Ideas that were forged from our childhood. We were shown how only to deliver a perfect homework or a perfect cover drive or a perfect goal in a football match. Always were told to be someone but yourself. Acknowledging that these things have happened with us gives us strength to deal with the change process. Number two, do it for yourself. We all have heard do it yourself. Now this one is do it for yourself. When you do things for yourself, your confidence grows, increasing the happy moments in your life. It's not an easy task, trust me. In one of my previous companies, I got shouted at by the head of the firm, a small firm, still, in front of every single employee for a mail that I had sent. Firstly, there is no reason for anyone to shout at anyone, especially in workplaces. Secondly, this incident gives me chills when I write a mail and should I get a call from my boss after sending that mail, I would shiver. My mind would stop working. I would be on a sympathetic overdrive, which means my heart rate would in an instant double. I would start sweating. And trust me, I'm not making this up. I still get the shivers. Just that I'm now good at recognizing it and getting it back together. Slowly, but it works. Number three, accept who you are. You know what? We are our biggest enemies. We critique ourselves worse than the worst boss in our lives. Be kind to yourself. You're not the voices or the noises in your head. Knowing this is so liberating and it will be a fight to achieve this. We think the voices in our heads is ours. But make no mistake, those voices are what we think the society thinks about us. Number four, stay in the now. I know we all have heard live in the now, live in the present. But do we do that? Do we actually live in the moment? I don't think so. And the studies also suggest that. I know we all want to reach our goals. But the goal is not going to come in the future. The goal is going to come in the now. If we are not present in the moment, then we are going to miss that experience when it comes to us. I'll give you an example. So there was an experiment where one of the greatest violinists, Joshua Bell, in the world played a violin during a busy hour in a metro station in Washington, D.C. And when he stopped playing it, not a single person acknowledged his presence, let alone his performance. The study reveals that we are so caught up in things around us in the past 
in the future that we don't appreciate the beauty. If you stay in the present, you will start to learn to accepting yourself and things around us as is. When we accept ourselves for who we really are, we will slowly let go of all the negativity. Independence. So when you finally stay in the now, you're not chained to any expectation of the other person or of yourself. There is no voice in the head. This will help you make your own decisions. Only in the present, no thoughts exist, no judgments exist. You reach your highest potential, your efficiency skyrockets and you will be independent from the cycle of stress and happy moods and will enter a complete bliss. This is real independence. Speaking of independence, this 15th August, India's Independence Day, It's Your Postman, our podcast, completes one year since its inception and there is a special episode coming up. So back to where we were. Pure bliss, real independence by staying in the now and pure joy. This way, we can get rid of the need to be perfect and focus on the job at hand instead. I hope this helps. I hope this helps you become a better version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening in. And if you like the show, please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow my social media pages. On Instagram, it's a.postman. On Facebook, it's your postman. Twitter, it underscore postman. And you can write to me on Gmail. The email address is itsyourpostman at gmail.com. I-T-S-Y-O-U-R-P-O-S-T-M-A-N. Thank you and take care. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea.